This is Lady Talk Radio, your space for real conversations about real life and real ways to improve yours. Welcome back to Lady Talk Radio. I am so stoked to be sharing this with you today, mostly because it's sunny outside, because I love you, I love creating stuff for you, and also because this episode is fire. If you do not know me, I am your host, Stacey Ray, and this is episode number 57 with Kevin Scott. This podcast, as always, is brought to you by WeAreLadyAlpha.com, our online and offline community for ambitious women, where we start conversations that empower you and help move you forward so you can have the fierce and fulfilling life you know you want. If you are digging our vibe, maybe you want to kick it with some like-minded ladies and expand on these conversations in your own life, you are welcome to join us in our free online Facebook community called The Lady Posse. The link to do that is in the show notes of this episode, or you can just search us out on Facebook and we will add you in. If this is your first time tuning into the show, the warmest welcome to you. I am so stoked that you are here. And I've also got some fancy episodes coming your way these coming weeks. So make sure you're subscribed to the show. Leave your reviews on iTunes if you love it. Share it with your girlfriends if you love it. And I have really been loving it, kicking it on uh, Instagram these days. So if you are on Instagram, you want to holler at me, send me a little DM or a little snapshot of you listening to the show, whatever it is, I would love to share it. And I would love to connect with you. So keep those coming. If you want any of the links or anything we talk about in the show, the show notes for this episode is weareladyalpha.com forward slash 57 radio. So a little bit about Kevin before we jump into this. He is a leader of men, an example for men of all walks of life. And he the motto for the effortless alpha brotherhood he created is to inspire and create space for men to access their own potential through the bond of brotherhood where no man feels alone. Mm. And his life-transforming work with men in groups and one-on-one has sparked the masculine expansion, creating a space for men to lead themselves and their communities with power, honor, discipline, and respect. So in this series, you have been hearing, we have been talking all about men, and this episode is so refreshing, insightful, and informative in understanding some of the deeper patterns that we have in relating with men. So we talked about relationships, we talked about the need for brotherhood and how we as women can attract and grow with the man that we really want to grow with and what men really need right now, which is a really cool conversation as well. So listen up for some really beautiful new awarenesses through this convo. As always, I would love to hear your insights or takeaway. Feel free to send them my way. So lady, let's get into it. Hey, Kevin. Welcome to Lady Talk Radio. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks so much for saying yes to this conversation. Great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Cool. And I'm excited also because I know you work a lot with men. I know you've got some deep work that you're doing with them. And that's really what we've been talking about all month long is really diving into masculine May, you know, talking to Mm -hmm. men, hearing from men, hearing what men want, what they need, what they want to see more of, how we can support them more. So this will be a really cool conversation. So thanks again. I am excited. Cool. So we're opening up, we're opening up all these conversations the same way. So here's the, the question. What do you want women to know about men or the masculine? Great question. I want women to know that we're working on it. Oh, nice. <laughs> as, as a whole, as men, we're working on it. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of question going on around uh, masculinity right now. And men are unfortunately feeling threatened. And it's our job right now to understand ourselves and allow the feminine in all its forms 
right now there's a lot of men that are trying to be overly masculine and and following the strict guidelines as to what has been previously masculine instead of stepping into today's society and saying all right i need to adapt to what's going on i need to understand what my masculine is what my feminine is what her masculine what her feminine is and just allowing us to be ourselves and in that i'm going to embrace what makes me masculine and it's going to be beautiful and we're going to have incredible balance because right now uh, the theory is that the total masculinity in the world is is down that's not the case masculine and feminine is balanced it will always be balanced but right now females have more masculine energy, energy than men mm. in a lot of cases yeah. because for the longest time now men have not really had to try for anything it's always just been given to us for the last several thousand years right so now we have to say all right since women are are taking on more masculine stereotypically masculine roles what what do i do how do i show my masculine how do i show up in the world and what's happening is a lot of men are just backing off mm. or getting uh, getting aggressive and right. and that's previously been a masculine thing it's okay to get aggressive it's okay to just back off it's okay to do whatever that you want to do but now it's women aren't going to respect that anymore and we need to step up and say okay how am i going to show up now what am i going to go after what's what is it that that i really want to do what's my passion what do i want to achieve in my life it's no longer good enough to just go out and and do the job and you know start the family and then just sit on our tails for the rest of the time we've got to continue to grow that's that's where that's where we're headed as men and so ladies please give us time and hold space for us to figure this out cool. as we do it yeah oh thank you so much for saying that that was really insightful and i i think a lot of us have been kind of tickling at this throughout this this series and kind of you just put it so clearly so thank you for that oh thank you and when you say holding space for men, what do you think are some of the things that us as women can start to really do? Um, you know, just just even maybe ways of being or communication, or what do you think are some things that we can do to support men? Well, women are far more emotionally strong than men, in almost universally at this point. And one of our jobs is to start understanding our own sensations, what's happening in our body as men. So as a woman the best thing that I can see as holding space is when we get emotional, try not to get offended by it. Mm. Hold space that we're trying to figure this out, this, this new thing that we're allowing ourselves to, to understand this, this emotion. Because previously, all we've been able to express is, is anger. That's the only emotion that we were allowed to express from as early as we can remember. Mm, yeah that's it so now we're we're expected as as evolved males to be able to cry and to be able to to be sad and to be able to get excited because we weren't allowed to do that either and all these different things that are happening inside us and and this is the 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 masculine expansion that that i talk about in my business it's it's allowing ourselves to be more instead of be less 
So while we do that, we just need someone that's already emotionally strong enough to not be defensive about it. Because we're going to get defensive about it. And <laughs> I, I know it, it sucks and it's maybe hypocritical, but for a lot of men, that's, that's what's required is just someone to continue to be emotionally strong and say, what you're going through right now is natural. It's okay. Whatever happens sensationally inside your body is, is right. It's okay. There's nothing to be scared of there. Just let it go. And when you get through that first little while, it's going to become so much easier. Yeah. And then, then you can start really tackling what you want in life. Then you can really go after some stuff and not have to deal with all the other uh, stigma that goes along with the, the previously known machoism. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a big, it seems like there's a big movement happening right now where more and more brotherhoods are opening up more and more men are starting to really like be open about their feelings and talking about some of these different transformations that are occurring. This is probably really exciting in your field of work, right? To see more and more of this happening. I love that you just use the term masculine expansion. That kind of like excited me. I was like, yes, men rising up. What are some of the things that you're most excited about in working with men right now? What are some of the conversations that you're loving having? Oh, seeing men go after what it is that they want. The thing that, that really changed for me when I took on my masculine expansion, I had a realization because I had a a wonderful woman who did this for me. She held the space for me. Melanie is is yeah, She's amazing. We've had her on the show and we just adore her. (laughs) Yeah. She's incredible. I love her to death. So she's the one that held space for me. And what I realized in that was I had never really gone after anything. As a man, it's it's uh, something to be proud of to allow things to roll off your back, and just mm-hmm. not be affected by anything. And if you you know if it boils up, you can get angry, and and then it blows up, and and that's that's the way it's supposed to be. But in that allowing stuff to roll off my back, I would get fired from jobs. I would be okay in mediocre uh, situations. I would go through relationships that weren't very good. I would go through financial struggles because, you know, it's just, it's someday it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. This is the way it's going to be. Instead of saying, I want to go after something. This is what I want to achieve. I'm able, I'm capable. And if I fail along the way, it's going to be awesome because I'll learn something from it. And the Effortless Alphas, my brotherhood is the first thing that I ever said. And I remember specifically saying to myself, I'm going to do this, Mm. whatever it takes, I'm going to do this. If, and I, I promise I will not quit. If I do this for every day for the rest of my life. And at this time, when I made this commitment to myself, I had a, a different job. I was in sales at the time, but I didn't enjoy what I was doing. So I said, I'm going to do this. Even if I have to have another job on the side for the rest of my life, I'm going to do this. Even if I die at age 110 and it still hasn't given me what I want, as long as it becomes something after I'm gone, it's going to be worth it. I will not give up on this. And um, less than three years after I said that, I'm able to do it full time. I've got a brotherhood of uh, 250 guys. And we're, we're, we're changing the world one man at a time. And it's 
awesome. Yes. Oh, I love hearing your passion for that too. That is so exciting. And thanks for your commitment to create that. That's really, really inspiring. My pleasure. When you say effortless, I kind of, I heard that and I was like, Ooh, say something about that. Cause that's kind of cool what you're doing there. Cause we have this idea of alpha and like what it means, but the effortless is sounds really interesting. So jam on that. This was actually, again, Melanie's brainchild, just based on who I was being. Mm. She said, you're, 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 you're such an effortless alpha. Mm. And we went, Whoa, that's cool. (laughs) So what it is, it was, Honestly, it was just me embodying what I was doing at the time. It was, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. I don't care what other people say I'm supposed to do. I don't care how other people are looking at me and are, are maybe judging me. I'm, I'm putting all that aside. I'm completely 100% focused on how I want to show up in the world. And by doing that, I was leading other men. They were drawn to my energy and, and they could, you know, they were trying to, to impress me. They were trying to uh, do things so that I would notice and, you know, I would celebrate them and, and, and give kudos where it was deserved and, and challenge and support them when they needed it. But not because I was trying to get something out of them or trying to manipulate them or trying to be better than them. No, because I, I was doing it for me. And I'm like, this is, this is great. If we can all do this, we can do this together. It's going to be even better. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where the effortless comes because like you said, previously alpha has been, I'm domineering. Mm, I have to be yeah. the dominant person, which means I have to be overbearing. I have to make sure that I'm always in charge and I have to make sure everyone else is doing what I tell them. And I'm, I'm the big cheese here. It's very ego driven. Whereas mm. this the effortless alpha is I'm just focusing on myself. You can follow me if you want. If not, okay. But I'm going to make my world a better place. Yeah. That's powerful too. It's such a different energy. Like even mm. you can hear the difference as you're talking about it. It's like it's passion and it's excitement and it's commitment and it's drive. And when you when you mentioned earlier like men really wanting to go after something, when you were talking about it, I couldn't help but think that's what men want too, you know, is to feel that sense of their own power. Does that yeah, sound true? Like, as I said, I'm a powerful. woman, so I don't know for sure. <laughs> but like, men would love that, right? To just Absolutely. go after something. Absolutely. But if we don't succeed, mm. we feel so much shame and guilt. And that's what we don't know how to deal with. Right. Most of a man's life, because of everything we grew up with, when we're children, teenagers, even young adults, it's all based in shame and guilt. This is the masculine expansion. It's learning how to deal with that shame and guilt and understand that the man that I am today can deal with those sensations. I, I, I call them sensations instead of emotions because okay. really uh, an emotion is a, a sensation. A sensation totally. can yeah. be an emotion for sure. And it's for men that haven't already done this. A lot of them, when they hear, you know, deal with your emotions, they instantly get defensive. That's feminine. I don't want to do that. So if I talk about sensations, it's very different. And it's something we can understand better. Mm. A sensation is a cut on my hand. I can feel a cut in my hand. Our bodies don't know the difference between physical pain and emotional pain. So if it's just a sensation, if it's just like physical pain. (laughs) That's okay. It's real life. (laughs) (laughs) If it's just like physical pain, I can understand that I can do something about it. I can I can hold on to myself. I can hold space for myself. 
while I experience this pain and deal with the injury instead of avoiding it or getting angry, but actually shutting down and getting angry. Those are the two ways we deal with the shame. So if we're not going to shut down or get angry, how can we breathe through this, understand what's going on and continue? And that's, that's the work that we need to do so that we can go after things. But so many men, because it's been the way it's been for a couple hundred years now, you go out, you get the job. If you've got the family, if you can provide the finances, if you can provide the, the, the family, and then you can protect them, then you've done your job as man. Mm. And that's it. But that's no longer enough. Yeah. Because women can and want to provide and protect and and they can procreate without us yeah <laughs> i guess <laughs> we're so no longer now, needed right wow. right interesting we're no longer needed and a lot of men right now are taking offense to that oh, and yeah. instead of taking offense to it i say all right if i'm no longer needed how can i show up so i'm wanted mm. because women want men yeah. And whatever form that comes in, there's there's tastes for everybody. There's some women that want a, a more feminine man. There's some women that want a more masculine man. I'm on the side of I want to be more masculine, but I have a, an incredible balance because I know when Melanie's in her masculine energy, when she's coaching, when she's speaking in public, that's a very, uh, a lot of times it can be a masculine energy unless she's in her goddess, in which case it's a feminine energy. And we just, we just have this incredible flow of balance because if we're both constantly in masculine, it's not going to work. If we're both constantly in feminine, it's not going to work. But what's happening in so many relationships right now is the men are in the feminine, the women are in their masculine, and the men are feeling, I want some time in my masculine, damn it. But I don't know how to get it there because I've never gone after it. I've never proven I can hold on to that. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to go after these things so we can prove we can hold on to our masculine so that the, the uh, female feels safe to be in her feminine energy. Yes. Beautiful. Yeah. That brought up a question too, because something we've been exploring, because a lot of the women who listen to this show tend to play a little bit in their masculine, a little bit in their feminine, obviously kind of mm-hmm. back and forth, but a lot of them are really <laughs> ambitious. So they're, they're in there. They want to make things happen. They're out there, you know, creating things in their lives and they want to bring their men with them. And sometimes there's a bit of that conflict of like, how do I introduce him? How do I call him forward? What do you think is a, a way that maybe a problematic way that we've been doing it? And then a way that we can actually invite our men to, to do for themselves, right? Not kind of pulling them or mothering them or all that kind of messy stuff. Well, yeah, you definitely don't <laughs> want to mother them. Uh, well, my, Effortless alpha principle is this. Until a man does the work to to find his responsible masculine, he's either going to show up in uncomfortable circumstances one of two ways, as a little boy trying to get something from his mother or a little boy fighting back against his father. Oh, wow. And that's what women are dealing with. They're dealing with having to be the mother or the father in their relationships. And that's why it's not working. That's why there's so so much divorce right now. Yeah, Because men aren't just stepping up into their responsible masculine. They're not, at this point, a lot of them aren't willing to do the work because it's scary and something they've never been taught before from previous male role models. Now we're getting to see a whole bunch more positive male masculine role models that are allowing and holding space for these men to do this, uh, which is my uh, motto for the Effortless Alphas or my mission statement is to inspire and create space for men to access their own potential through the bond of brotherhood where no man feels alone. Beautiful. Yeah. 
Yeah, because we 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 get this isolated persona. We're not supposed to talk about anything. We're not supposed to talk about our feelings. We're not supposed to admit that we're doing anything wrong. We're supposed to just figure it out. We're supposed to man up and figure it out. And that's going to be the way that it is. And in doing that, we feel very isolated and alone. So what men, what, what women can do to help this along is help them find a brotherhood where they're going to be challenged and supported. But really, it, it can't be do this because then that's mom right. or even dad. Yeah. What it more needs to be is I'm doing this. I want to be supremely happy in my relationship. I want a relationship with a man who really goes after things. A man like I want my relationship to grow every day. My relationship with Melanie, we've been together five years and it keeps getting better. I call it a perpetual love machine because we just keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. It's incredible (laughs) because we're consistently growing. I'm growing my business. She's growing her business. Plus we grow together. Yes. So if, and this is going to be really difficult, women need to understand that they're okay to go. Mm. And if you really, really want to be truly happy in your relationship and you say, I want to be so happy, I want consistent growth in our relationship, I want it to be with you. I love you so much. I want us to have the best relationship ever. But I want a man who's focused on on growing himself, who wants to to either grow in education, have a passion, uh, you know, figure out his body, whatever it is, just some sort of passion. Give me something because, and, and I'm going to do this with you. I'm going to, I want, I want to create this and I want to do it for a year. But if I don't see growth in a year, I'm going to go find my happiness somewhere else. Mm. Yeah. So many men don't realize how close their women are actual, actually to leaving once they figure out their finances. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because who wants to be in a relationship where the, the man is just not growing and not passionate about anything? Mm-hmm. And, and again, I, now, this is sort of niche specific. This is to yeah, uh, entrepreneurial women, powerful women, because there are still some, some people that want the old style relationship. And that's totally cool. No yeah, problem with that yeah. if you want to do that. And there's some people that, you know, that love a, a stay-at-home dad. And that's awesome. I love stay-at-home dads. They're incredible <laughs> men. But again, this is for powerful women who are business driven, who want to go achieve something incredible that are with men that just haven't stepped up yet. Yeah, got it. And thanks for really displaying that because so many of the women that listen to the show are asking that, like, where do I find these men, first of all, or in the (laughs) relationship that I'm in? How do I, you know, like kind of invite him into that new conversation Mm -hmm. around growth? So I love the example you gave. That was really inspiring. And it sounds really loving. It's like, hey, this is what I want to create. And it's exciting and amazing. Want to join me? Like it feels a lot more. It's less about you're not doing this and you're not doing this and you're not doing this. It's more of that invitation. And that's beautiful. One of the things I taught in my uh, Word of Man group last week is your best weapon is love. Ah, love that. Your best weapon against anything in your relationship is love. And it can take on a couple different forms. It can be, I'm going to bypass all of your 
negative energy. I'm going to sift through that and I'm going to like just funnel my love into you. And, and anything that you say to me right now, you cannot possibly stray me away from the love that I have for you. Or I love you so much, but, and I, and I say this with all of the love and I desperately want us to work, but I also love me so much and I'm not going to stand for this anymore, but I do want to make it work with you. So I'm going to give as much as I can to this relationship to try and make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Powerful. And I can, that goes for both men and, and women. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Did you have any insight for the ladies that are like, where do we find these men? <laughs> <laughs> They're out there. They're yes. out there. We're coming. I'm, yeah. I'm building them uh, as we speak. <laughs> but They're in the incubation. They, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And there's more and more of them coming. They, they are available to you. Um, honestly, get with a, a, a woman's group and, and, and work on yourself. A man is attracted. Like mm. this sort of man is attracted to a woman who takes care of herself. I love it. I love it when Melanie goes and, and takes a bubble bath or just takes care of herself. And, and she, you know, Melanie loves fancy things. So every time we have, you know, champagne, it's got to be in the perfect glass or it's got to, wine's got to be in the perfect glass or the, the plate has to be displayed perfectly because she, she desires that for herself. And I love watching her take care of herself. Yeah. So if you're not taking care of yourself to, to the best that you want to be taken care of, you're going to find men that don't want to take care of you to that level. Mm. Let's we let attract. that sink in for a second. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> we attract who we are. So the better you treat yourself, the more people you're going to attract that want to treat you that way. Yep. Mic drop, ladies. <laughs> I, I, I get the hunch that some of us needed to hear that because I, I really hear there's a, an ongoing conversation around, especially for entrepreneurial women around self-care and it's sort of just being more about checking boxes, but really like what you just said, and, and, and I've witnessed that in Melanie too. And it's something that I choose for myself. It's like, we get to really decide how we want to live, how we want to feel, how we want to experience things. And that, you know, sometimes we have this idea of like, oh, if I spend this time taking care of me or do these things, it's going to take away from my business or my relationship or people might see me as high maintenance or any of these things. And it's the opposite. When we treat mm -hmm. ourselves that way and really like have that level of standard and raise the bar for ourselves, other people can meet us there. It's so yeah. amazing. If you treat yourself that way, how can you be high maintenance? You're not yeah, exactly. asking anyone else to treat you that way. Yeah. If you only ask someone else to treat you that way and you right. treat yourself like crap, then yeah, that's, <laughs> that can be deemed high maintenance. Sure. Yeah. But if you're treating yourself to, and this is why, and this is the thing that I, my job is to teach men is when we're at the beginning of a relationship showing up as our best self, we're, we're calling and texting and we're taking you out on dates and we're going to fancy places and we're constantly thinking about ways to show up as the best version of us. Our job, when sex comes in, when the words I love you come in, when marriage hits, whatever happens, our job is to keep that up. Mm, yeah. Because what inevitably happens is a man goes into a relationship. Uh, I think the old adage is men go into a relationship uh, thinking the woman's not going to change, and she does. And women go into a relationship thinking the man's going to change and he doesn't. But that's not true. Oh, 
interesting. Because the men are showing up at this amazing, awesome person. Look at me. I'm, I'm for lack of a better term, I'm peacocking. Right. <laughs> showing you all my colors in this, this beautiful yeah, yeah. display. Look at me. Look at how awesome I am. Because we want to attract the mate. And then when we have the mate, when we've captured our prey, quote unquote, we rest. Mm. And then the woman goes, what happened to that really awesome guy that showed up at the beginning of this relationship? He's got to be here somewhere. He was there at the beginning of the relationship. I'm going to stay here and I'm going to make him the best version of him <laughs> that he can be again. And this is where relationships break down. The man's like, why do you nag me all the time? She's not saying it, but why aren't you showing up as you did at the beginning when I fell in love with you? What happened to that guy? I want that guy again. Because when he was single, he was taking care of himself. He was going to the gym. He was focusing on his passions. He was doing things for him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of guys will switch that to either I've won, I'm done, I don't have to do this anymore. Or now that I've got her, I don't want her to leave. Let me do everything for her. And women be, end up putting on a, being put on a pedestal and having to take on all the rest of the masculine roles. Uh, and going, ah, yes. this is not what I signed up for. Yeah. So what would you say in that situation, if we find ourselves in that kind of something's been doing a little bit of this and we're hyper in the masculine and are, and we're wanting to kind of step back down or create some new energy there, what do you think maybe like one, the women that are listening to this, one thing that they could take on or just a little practice to just start shifting that energy? Just that, take care of yourself. Yeah. Start oh, so take, focusing on yourself and just... And he, if he wants to come into the, the room when you're taking your bubble bath, you have the door locked and you say, no, I'm mm-hmm. taking care of me now. I need some me time. And if he doesn't respond to that or respect that, then there's a problem. Right. But if he respects it, he should say, oh, interesting. <laughs> so she's taking care of herself now. I want to I make sure that this is, this is happening. Because it, it turns from, let me do things for her, to, it feels really good to, to take care of this woman. It feels really good to do things that, that she would do. Let, let, me, let me see if I can run her a bubble bath. And it mm. takes on an, a, a flip of energy from, I'm doing this so she doesn't leave, to I'm doing this because it feels great. Right, yeah. And that's a very different energy. Big, big, big difference there. And, yeah. and that, that's the start of it because then, and, and the women then can say, if the man doesn't, isn't taking care of himself, he says, you know, while I'm doing this, you could go take care of yourself. You could do, you know, go to the gym or, or read because men, we, we do need silent time. We need to spend some time by ourselves. Different for every man, how much that is. But if we don't have that time to ourselves just to, to recharge, then we we lose it. We drain a lot of energy out and we end up just flat. Yeah. Got it. Totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that I'm, the, we've kind of talked about this a little bit, but I'd love to hear from you too. It's like the, like what men really want. We know that women, the feminine really wants to feel safe and we want to feel heard and taken care of all these kinds of juicy things. And what, what do you see the men really desire in relationship or partnership? Most men have no idea. Right. <laughs> yeah. Got it. This is the truth. This is the truth. I remember Melanie asked me that very, uh, I think even before we started dating, she said, what do you want? And I said, uh, I, a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, no, seriously, what do you want? I, I, I don't know. Uh, two beers? I have no idea. I have <laughs> never thought 
about what it is that I want. And this is one of the first things I do with men in, in my coaching is, so what is it that you want? Write down 20, 25 things that you want. Very few of them can write down 25 things in a week. Wow. Very, most of them pop out around five or 10. And that takes a couple days Interesting. to figure out just things that they want. Because we make our lives about providing for others. Especially when we get into adult life, we got the job and then focuses on giving to the wife, focuses on giving to the children and forget, completely forget what we desire. And that's when the complacency sets in because we're, we're content and miserable. So what men, what after they get into it, what men want is growth. We really want that. We want to feel excited. We want, we want to feel attractive. Mm. We want to feel that the partner that we're with finds us attractive, finds us masculine and, and, and rugged and handsome and, and sexually desirable. Right. That's what we yeah. want. And we want, we want to be able to explore the things that make us happy in, in our passions. But most of the time, we have no idea what that is. That's so yeah. fascinating. I never thought of that before. When you said that they couldn't even get to 25, so many of them, that's that's kind of that's kind of devastating to hear that mm -hmm. too. Because, it's sad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, we want, we, you know, here on the show, we love talking about men. We love talking about how much we love men, what we want, how we want to help men rise, all these kinds of things. And it's like, that's really, that, that kind of hit me. I was like, wow, really? That's fascinating. Yeah. The first time I did it, because we do a, Melanie, when I first met her, she was doing at the beginning of every year a list of 101 things you want to see, do, accomplish during the year. We would do it on New Year's Day mm -hmm. every year. So she said, you want to do this with me? Yes, absolutely. All right. Uh, let's see here. What do I want? What do I want? It took me about a week. Like I said, it took me about a week to come up with 25 things that I wanted that year. So I realized, holy crap. I've never gone after anything I actually wanted. So the next year I did, a, I was able to complete 101 and it took me a couple weeks to come up with 101 things. All right, I'm on track. I'm getting better. Yeah. <laughs> so this is year five now, year four or five that I'm doing this. And this year I came up with 101 in about 20 minutes. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's like flexing that muscle, just practicing. That's all it is. Yeah. Amazing. And then, and then celebrating when we do it, because as I said, one of the emotions we're not allowed to quote unquote experience as men is joy. We're not allowed to get excited about stuff. It's not cool to get excited about things. Mm. In high school. It's, it's cool not to try. It's cool not to, <laughs> yeah. to be anything awesome. You mm -hmm. sit at the back, you make fun of everybody and, and you just hang around with the boys and that's, that's life. But I found it's really fun to get excited about stuff. And yeah. I remember back when I was a teenager, I said, I'm never going to get excited about anything again, because if I get excited about it, it's going to hurt when it doesn't come true. Mm -hmm. yeah. and I, but I'm also never going to get really super angry about anything because people that are angry can't control their emotions. Oops. Which I found out recently 
was actually allowing my emotions to control me and not controlling my emotions at all. It was avoiding them. Uh, Not the same thing. So now I can experience really low emotions. I can experience super high, incredible, amazing emotions. And my life is so much more fun and exciting because, uh, you know, if you follow the law of attraction, if I allow myself to get excited about things and I enjoy it, then I'm going to be sent more things to get excited about. Yeah, yeah, it just makes sense, right? Right. It's awesome. So much yeah, fun. Yes, so cool. Okay, so I, I would love to hear from you. What would you love to see more of for men in the world? I know we've touched on a few of these things, but if we had to just quantify it as like one or two things, what would you just love to see more of for men in the world? For men or from men? Oh, either. Whatever direction you feel inspired to go. Well, from men, I would love to see taking on that masculine energy and going after things and starting mm-hmm. businesses and, and taking the biggest one for me uh, and what I do most of my coaching on is taking 100% responsibility for your relationship. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot, a lot of uh, programs still out there for men say that the relationship is 100% the woman's responsibility and that is 1000% incorrect. Wow. Because if you're in a relationship, you are 100% responsible for it. Both is. Yeah. Compromise is two people giving 100%, not two people giving 50%. Yeah, totally. Right? So that's what I would love to see mm. from men. For men, I would love to see more interactive groups, uh, more areas for them to actually delve into this sensational side of them. And understanding it in groups of men, the, the, one of the most powerful things I ever came across was at a self-development event where we had separated the men and the women. So there was a group of about 50 men and I would, and this is very early on in my journey. And I was paired with these two other guys, one of which was uh, young jocks uh, sort of guy. And another is a um, sort of middle-age-ish um, businessman. And they said, you're all going to share exactly what's going on in your relationship, what you're really honestly struggling with in the moment. And I thought to myself, well, this isn't going to go well. <laughs> no one's going to actually, I'm ready to go because I'm here playing hundred percent. I'm ready to, to tell them what I'm actually struggling with, but I know that they're not going to, I know it yeah. because they're not the type of men to do that. Okay. And then they did. Wow. And it blew my mind. And what came the, the energy in the room quadrupled instantly with all these men just saying this is what's actually going on and other men just listening and offering their holding space for them offering their support emotional support because i'm not here to change you i'm not here to tell you what's bad or good about what you're doing what you're struggling with i'm just here to to allow you to say this allow you to get it off your chest and i was like wow Wow, that's powerful. This was the beginnings of the Effortless Alpha Brotherhood. This is this is why I, I started this, because at the end they said, go back into your communities and do this. Start this group. Keep it going. And I said, yes, this needs to happen. Holy cow. That was the most powerful thing I've ever experienced my whole life. I want more of this, Just not just for me. I want it for everybody. I want every, all the other men to be able to experience this. Because that was crazy awesome. That's what I would like to see more for men, but getting, getting them in, in live groups where they're, they're okay to do this, but what it takes is super, super strong masculine leadership. 
Right. Yeah. It takes the role models. One of the things that uh, I see a lot is today's men asking our next generations to be better. Mm. Like calling out the millennials to to step up and, and be more adult, be more man, be more this, be more that when they're not willing to do it themselves. The change starts with us today. If you're in your even 20s and you're starting to have a family, but 30s, 40s, 50s, you've got to change first. If you want anyone else to change, you've got to be the change. I wrote a book and at the end of every chapter, it said uh, the relation, the change in your relationship starts with you. Mm, love that, every yeah. time. If you're not willing to make the change, you cannot ask anyone else to do it. You're a hypocrite and no, they won't do it. Why? Why would they? You haven't shown it. You haven't led by example. If you want to see change in the world, lead by example, change yourself. Yeah. Powerful piece right there. That's huge. I feel like we're always kind of like looking out outside of ourselves when we're not really making the change too. like this needs Mm -hmm. to change. If I had this going on externally, maybe then I would feel better. Or If that person just did that a little bit better, then I would feel better. But really, like it starts with us. Most people want to what they say, once I have, like you said, once I have this, then I'm going to do the things, then I can be (laughs) that person. Yeah. But it's never worked that way, ever. Yeah. You have to be first. Be the person that does the things, then you will have them. Be, do, have. In that order. It's never worked, have, do, be. Yeah. I giggled because I've totally done that. I've tried to control (laughs) the externals and it's so, it's been so true for me. And I, I really just, just even in, in witnessing some of Melanie's work too, my experience of Melanie and what we were talking about on the show when we had her on is like who Mm. she's being in her business and who she's being for the people that she's, she's serving. And she Mm. sees herself as that being. So then she takes those actions. Right. And so it's, it's so powerful. And I think sometimes we try to, we try to like, you know, really filter out all of these other things in our life when really we can focus more on who we're actually being, you know, that's going to create the conviction too. When I, Oh, conviction. Yes. It's a good one. <laughs> there is a saying, the person with the most energy wins. Mm. However, it's somewhat misleading because when I first heard that, I thought, all right, so I have to bounce off the walls and be really high energy and, and right. just show everybody how awesome I am. But that's not what it actually means. It's whoever has the most conviction wins. There is energy in conviction. We're just, uh, Melanie and I were just talking about this today. And I said, you know what? We have so much conviction in what we're doing for couples, for, Mm -hmm. for relationships in the world. Any person, any couple that comes across our path has to either change or run away. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Because Clear. we have so much conviction. I can, we can change your relationship. Mm-hmm. We can do it. I have no question. I can change anybody's relationship for the better. So if you're not willing to step up into that, then you're going to have to run away. Right. Yeah. <laughs> because Very I clear, have yeah. more conviction than you do on, in, yeah. in, and not you specifically, but yeah. <laughs> You the whole um, that that I that you can have a better relationship as long as the change starts within you. That's so good. I love that. And I think it's so clear, right? It's like so many people are hiring coaches or taking programs or reading books or inputting all this stuff, but they're not actually like making the change. And, and, and that's okay. Like if, if people are wanting to stay where they're at or they're just not ready or whatever it might be totally cool. 
But I like that you're making that really clear. Like, we're not going to hold your hand. We're not going to sell out on your stories about what it is or what it isn't. It's either change or leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because people will be uncomfortable about it. But yes. you, you said yeah. an interesting thing there. It's I call it the self-development trap. Mm. it feels really good to read the books, to go to the yeah. events, to be, to be in self-development. And I, I was in that for two years before I actually did anything. I'm like, Oh my God, this is incredible. Tony Robbins and new peaks and landmark <laughs> and all, Oh my goodness. Look at all these books, Eckhart Tolle and, and, uh, way of the superior man, David Dana. Jeez, this is amazing. I love this stuff. Why isn't my life changing? <laughs> Oh, I've so done that too. <laughs> I know all this stuff. I, I, it's, it's in my brain. I feel great. Why am I still? Why am I still struggling financially? Why am I not getting the things that I want? Why is my business not taking off? Hang on a second. I'm not actually doing anything. Crap. What? That hurts. That sucks. I put all this money into. I, I say I have a, a bachelor's degree in self development. I've spent four years and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and. And I, and I just wasn't taking action. My brain was telling me I was doing so much. And I was just learning. And learning is awesome and it's wonderful, but it's, it's useless without action. Yeah. Yeah. I like to say it's like the difference between passive action and massive action. It's still like you still feel like you're in action because you're like doing yeah. things, but you're not actually creating different results. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. actually, yeah. I'm really glad that we touched on that because that comes up, you know, there's a lot of us kind of like eating information, you know, and accumulating all this information. Mm -hmm. Well, they yeah. say knowledge is power, but it's only yeah. power if you actually use it. You said massive action. Something that really scared me because my very first self-development event was Tony Robbins Business Mastery. So oh, wow. he's all about massive action. And I thought that was a pretty massive action making Tony Robbins $10,000 course my first program ever when I couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, I, it. I don't know. It was pretty big, but it scared me hearing about all the massive action. I got really overwhelmed, like massive action. How, how am I supposed to take massive action? I don't even know what to do. Mm, yeah. I prefer consistent action. Nice. Just do something. Yeah. Anything. One little step a day is to me more powerful than a giant step six months from now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Take little tiny actions. And this, this is for, for men that are, are listening to this, or even for women, but when we want to really go after something, if you're going to step into your responsible masculine and really go after something, be okay taking little steps and celebrate mm -hmm. the little steps. Because if you don't celebrate along the way, if you don't actually acknowledge your growth, your brain, your ego is going to take it away from you. And it's not going to feel good to actually do this work. Yeah. Got to feel good. Yeah. Got to celebrate success. Thank no matter you for how that. Small. Yeah, that's huge. So good. So I've really enjoyed picking your mind about all of this stuff and just this hearing about it. Yeah, it's so much fun, right? Podcasting is amazing. So mm. I really feel like the power of conversations is really why I love this show so much. And I really heard you speak to that, you know, like just listening, you know, or having that space held for our men in our lives or starting mm. these new conversations in our community. It's so, so powerful. So I really, to the listeners, you know, whatever you received today from Kevin, like act on that and really allow that to be integrated into your life or, you know, share it with Kevin. I'm sure he would love to hear from you about totally. that too. And so let's, let's give a little insight too for what you're up to, what, how women can get in touch with you, how men can get in touch with your work and that kind of thing as well. What would you say is the best way to do that? There is only one effortless alpha. Yes. Okay. C'est moi. It's me. Uh, so if you search on Google, if you search on Facebook, if you search on Instagram, Twitter, anything, I am it 
That's how you find me, Effortless Alpha. If you go to, uh, if you use the bit.ly links and you type in, for the men, if you type in Effortless Alphas, that will take you right to the Facebook group. Oh, nice. Bit.ly slash Effortless Alphas. Uh, I have a website, EffortlessAlpha.com. And uh, for men that are really ready to take a a step, uh, click on the word of man in Effortless Alpha website. That is that is my crowning achievement. That's where the biggest change is going to come in the shortest amount of time. Uh, I'm very, very pleased and happy and, and proud of that that program. It's it's interactive. You do get time with me. So it's, it's kind of awesome. Amazing. But uh, for ladies, yeah, you can follow uh, Facebook. I'm always there. I'm in the middle of a 365-day Facebook Live challenge. So I go live every single day, sometimes on my personal profile, sometimes on my in my effortless alphas group, which is free for any man that wants to join. Sorry, ladies, it's uh, men's only, but totally cool. ladies, you go to alpha femme. Yeah. That's Melanie's yeah. group. So, <laughs> and we are working on something together. That's going to revolutionize how entrepreneurial couples mm-hmm. do relationships. I'm very excited about it. We both are. It's, it's, you guys, awesome. are, you guys are such powerhouses. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll put all the links and everything in the show notes, awesome. ladies. So make sure that you go get connected with both Melanie and Kevin. They're amazing. And so we're, we close out these episodes with one fill in the blank. You can take it oh. any direction you want to go. Okay. Uh, if you truly want to improve your life, fill in the blank. If you truly want to improve your life, Be honest with where you're at. Mm. Be honest with yourself. Brutally, harshly honest with where you're at and who you have been. Mm. Then improve one area at a time. One of the things I love talking about in the Effortless Alphas is just show the world that you're going to be better at one thing than you were yesterday. One little piece better than you were yesterday. doesn't matter where it is, but start that path. Get growing, and you'll find a snowball that'll happen so fast. It's, you, you will be shocked at how much you can achieve in a short amount of time when you just make the effort to change one little thing for the better every single day. Yeah, so good. Thanks for that. Thanks so much awesome. for coming on the show, Kevin. Ladies, thanks Thank for listening you, in. And yeah, so excited to see more of what you're up to this year. So we'll definitely keep in the loop about that. And ladies, we will talk to you in the next episode.